<laughs> I did a whole I did a whole thing uh, about Nightwing's butt. <laughs> there was a money shot of Dick Grayson's ass in one thing, and they were kind of complaining about it. And I'm like, guys, guys, you you read DC Comics, and Power Woman is and was a thing. So uh, maybe maybe it's okay if we have a little um, fan service for the for the ladies and um, yeah guy lovers out there. I don't know. Yes. Hey, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody in a box. I know what you mean. Some some guys, some people like looking wanna, at guy butts. Huh. You know, I don't. Th- there's probably yeah. a better term for that, but I mean, they're guy lovers. Yeah. They love those booties and balls. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerdplexy Movie Review Show mini-episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movies we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. My name is Reed, and with me today we have... Sam. And Dave. So let's dive in. Alright, if you are enjoying the show chronologically speaking, the last uh, episode you may have heard was... The Shadow... I have what I meant to say, because early in the podcast, we thought we brought up that we were going to be watching The Shadow, and I thought that I loved that movie, so I meant to call myself an idiot, because I did not enjoy that movie in the slightest. I I don't know what I was thinking. Here, here's what I meant to say. Um, my daughter likes coming up with birthday party themes, you know, inside the family. So this is Alec Baldwin adjacent, but my wife's birthday is coming up in August, and she asked what theme it should be, and she said uh mom you love lemons let's just have a lemon party (laughs) oh boy uh alexa pull up lemon party (laughs) hey google what's a lemon party safe search off (laughs) miranda was like how about it's yellow themed and we can have some lemon things there and (laughs) (laughs) and also i want to talk about my favorite band uh you may have heard of them uh temujin heap pretty good it's a bad one (laughs) (laughs) You might know them as Genghis Khan Heap. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> right. That's why, because you never heard of Tem... Uh, that makes sense now that you guys wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm into that. All the loops and stuff. It's It gets a little weird because if you listen for too long, you do start dressing like a uh, a Mongol warlord, which, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pillaging, really, the community does not like it. It wears on you, it does. I mean, morally, mentally. I drove a taxi into a wall. Where are we? Some <laughs> Still waiting for my wish ferber to come in. <laughs> Exclamation point remind me one year. <laughs> wish ferber order. Read over here, tube and throat singing. Yeah, I actually hurt myself. I'm gonna I need to Nick, <laughs> <coughs> I need to get myself a llama. <laughs> I'd climb a mountain for a llama. I'd chamomile for some tea. Pretty good. Pretty good. As to your earlier uh, point, Dave, I didn't think I was going to like The Shadow, and I ended up liking it more than I thought I was going to, because I remember it being a hot pile of steaming garbage, but it was just kind of there, which is it's pretty good. It's like, well, like a, like a, a, a 2.5, <laughs> just a movie that kind <laughs> of exists. It's just there. Yeah, I, it was fine. It's a fine movie. It's fine. Yeah, it had all the parts. It was there. The music swelled in all the right places. And so did I. <laughs> Tumescent. Tumescent. <laughs> wah wah wee wah. 
So I got some listener mail, not to be too much of a homer, hockey playoffs are happening right now. The Penguins are in, they're doing well currently. Yeah, just, I just, I've freshly from the Rangers game, just fucking stomped these guys. Yeah, with a, uh, with a young boy goalie, uh, I was asked, who do we think humanoid superhero would make the best hockey player? Now there's Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness just came out. He can probably just create a a portal behind the goalie shoot into that portal come out the goalie's butt easy peasy right yeah the sling ring would be very helpful you would it would have to be a team of superheroes versus a team of superheroes right i mean you can't just there couldn't just be one superhero on a team no They'd yeah. be unstoppable it, it, magic would have to be against the rules though right like just pure it would <coughs> well okay i mean then some... you have reed richards who can stretch himself at goal he can you know keep pucks out right i think he i think he make the best goalie yeah you could also just have the thing, the thing, or the blob. Blob would be a good goalie, just as sure, sure growth. But yeah, I mean, what Iceman could just straight up like go over top of people. You know, like I said, if 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 magic is disallowed, let's say then. Well, some people's powers are magical by nature. Now you know, so right. In fact, almost all of them. I mean, even super strength could be argued is is magical to some. You know, some degree. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, I think okay. So for me, the the clear, the obvious front runners here. If you're talking about a team, it's got to be Alpha Flight Canadians. It's got to be Alpha Flight. Of course, of course. Is this now the second mention of Alpha Flight? I dig it. Couldn't be Batman because, as you guys know, he's not wearing hockey pads. No, that's true. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier Iceman, obvious choice, uh, can manipulate ice. Right. Easily, just just making it hard to skate on for anybody else. Superman is the cheat answer. Superman is the cheat answer for just about anything. You know, Quicksilver also is just very fast. Yeah. Although I feel as though Quicksilver might be at a disadvantage. Let's assume the puck is made of kryptonite on account of the on account of the the, the, the you know the fr- friction involved. Yeah, well, I don't know about. Su- I mean, because yeah, Superman's fast and strong, but I don't know that those things are particularly helpful. I mean, he's like, let's take the superpowers out of it altogether, and let's say which superhero has the aptitude for hockey. I think Nightcrawler. Isn't he like Eastern European? But he can't bamf. He can't bamf. But he is Eastern European. He's got it in his blood. Nightcrawler's good. Here's what I'm going to say. Wolverine's Canadian, but he's short. Yeah. Taskmaster. He could just walk and watch a couple of Gretzky's. That's not, you know, technically a superpower. He's just... That's a good point. I really like I really like Taskmaster as uh, in having the ability to just mimic the skills of a far greater hockey player. He watched a little Lemieux, little Gretzky, little Sid the Kid. Next thing you know. You know, and I, and I hate to... Uh, well, I don't hate to. I love to add more of a... Uh, yeah, tighten it up. Uh, tighten it up a little bit because next week, not next week, in two, three weeks, we're going to be doing Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Also known for his great flick, Sudden Death, where he does have to step in as the Penguins goalie in the Mellon Arena. <laughs> uh, so uh, entirely unrelated to the superhero conversation, but not not unrelated to the Nerdoplexy movie universe. Sorry, I I was thinking about Sudden Death. Um, you were just thinking about Sudden Death? Yeah, I was thinking about Sudden Death. It's just a great movie. But I was just saying that similarly, we have <laughs> hockey alumnus Jean-Claude Van Damme coming up in our uh, watch cycle. That's a Pittsburgh one that filmed in the Civic Arena. They would film uh, like a quarter of the arena at the time, and half of it would be like um, cardboard cutouts and then people interspersed. And then they would call, okay, cut. And then you'd move over, everyone would move over like two seconds sections and then they'd film everybody again in the next section they go okay cut and then you'd so they did like the whole like two sides just like that where everyone would go and then cheer or go boo from like uh, various sides so they could get full coverage up against the people playing fake hockey 
All right, well, let's bring it full circle here. And I found an article from 2011. NHL and Stanley give each pro hockey team its own superhero. And they this article rates the 30 of them. So let's see. Oh, for each team. For each team, yeah. Let's see if we can... Yeah, give us a couple of highlights here. Highlights. We have... We'll start off with the Pittsburgh Penguins, greatest hockey team ever. Of course. <laughs> it was 6-2 to two when I left. Didn't, I wasn't really planning to do this. It was brutal. It could have been more. I'd be shocked to find out that they came back and won. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have heard about that, though. Yeah, this wouldn't age well. The wild is like a wolverine-looking animal that's shooting things out of its hands. So We've got the black hawk, the big-shouldered friend of the Windy City, the avalanche from Colorado. He controls ice and rock, but no one says he has to like it. The devil of New Jersey, that's a good one. Like Mephisto? It's a fire-breathing mule with a vampire bat wings in a spandex suit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so then you have the Lightning of Tampa Bay. He's got a mohawk. That's cool. Uh, the Predator of Nashville. Let's see. We've got the shark in San Jose. Uh, it's a shark-headed man. Two penises. On bla- <laughs> bladed water skis. He's a technological genius and software empath with webbed, clawed hands. That's the shark from San Jose. These guys wouldn't be very good at hockey, though. They're just like superheroes to the theme of the hockey teams. I see. Yeah, yeah. The Canadian, he controls power absorption and has the power of maple syrup. Magnification. Okay. Okay. Not maple syrup. Magnification. (laughs) Surprisingly. (laughs) He can make things look bitter. The capital is like a big old bird like that. Is the penguins the penguin? I'm hoping so. They're rating this, and it's taken me a long time to get to the penguin, so he's pretty close to the top. Yeah, the penguin, though, which seems kind of derivative that there's an extant penguin in the comics, but whatever. He's a little knock-kneed and has sensitive eyes. That's not superhero. I've got sensitive eyes. Uh, we got to give the guy credit for traveling on a frozen sheet of ice, just like every hockey player ever. He Oh, okay. This isn't an order. He's got a rating of a one out of five. <laughs> he looks like um, Cyclops. He's got the Cyclops eye thing going. This is not a rich vein. I thought it was going to be like picking... Are these are these real heroes? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like existing superheroes. No. They were, they were created specifically for hockey teams to have superheroes. Uh, the Hurricanes got a rating of a five out of five. Uh, he's... Is it like a man and is the, the bottom half is like a whirlwind? <laughs> Yeah. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Here. Here he is. Just as you pictured. Yep. Why is he robot? Hell yeah. He looks like snake eyes, but with a whirlwind for a butt. And a 12 pack. Yo, this is so <laughs> lame. This is one of the lamest things. It's it's maybe the lamest thing I've ever gone through. I don't know why this exists. Way to go, Stanley. Wow, that's tough. This has tarnished your whole legacy. Stanley just took NHL's money. That's all. I'm sure they didn't pay him. I'm sure he just did it to do it. I don't think so. I th- he was like sitting in a room there. He's like, okay, hurricanes. What if he's got? Uh, what if he's got a hurricane for a butt? He's good with wind. Next, <laughs> the maple leaf is literally Groot with just naked Groot. No, it's it's Groot with clothes. <laughs> Groot is naked Groot. Well, I meant like with the with the maple leaf tastefully. <laughs> somehow, yeah, somehow worse. Yeah, no, it's he looks like Kronk from Dexter's Lab. That's awesome. There he goes. Anyway, this was this was ass, and I'm sorry for it. So, so we want to talk about next Minnie's comic series, comic book of the month club for comic books. <laughs> Not to be confused with The Goon, which is that hockey movie. 
Yes, The Goon is a hockey movie. We're going to read. Oh, wait, no, Goon is a hockey movie. The Goon is. Goon is a hockey movie. The Goon is a comic. And we're going to read The Goon by Eric Powell. And yeah, so a little, little bit about Eric Powell. He is a an American comic book writer slash artist, best known for The Goon. And also, uh, the reason we're going to do that is because next week's movie movie is Big Trouble in Little China, and Eric Powell did the follow-up series, comic series, which is great, and you should definitely check out. Uh, a lot of fun if you like the movie. But I think The Goon is more in that comic pantheon and therefore worth reading for us and also has a uh, a notorious kickstarter that uh, got kickstarted for i believe several thousand dollars to to help create a movie about the goon animated feature film that still has yet to be create, created by blair studios and blair studios is still very successful studio that has several things on you know that they're coming out with that they've come out with and the goon is not even on their website right now <laughs> that's tough so people paid. Yeah, it's tough. I, I, it's just in that development hell thing, and uh, it, it springs to mind. Um, there is, <laughs> there's a band that's like a, uh, it's called uh, Corelia. That they did a, they did a Kickstarter for their like first studio album, and they raised like sixty thousand dollars, and they never released the album. <laughs> so they've up their their uh, Wikipedia page has been updated to call them a scam core band. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I love that scam core. Scam core. So that's good. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I don't believe, I think I've seen this, the cover of this, uh, maybe like the first trade, but I don't know that I've ever read it. I think, Sam, that you've actually suggested this to me before. Uh, so I'm very excited to, to get into this world. It looks, it looks crazy. It's a fun world with uh, with zombies and robots, and hopefully, uh, sometime soon, we'll get to talk to my buddy Max, who has another not not similar, but also zombie robot book. The tale as old as time: zombies versus robots. Really? Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're they're natural. Uh antagonists my youngest daughter has taken to asking everybody that she sees if they would rather be a zombie or a ghost Hmm. that's a great question would you rather be a zombie or ghost i say ghost i feel like zombie you're it's a lot yuckier you know you're having to eat people and things i feel like zombie people are aiming to get rid of you where ghosts people are mostly aiming to meet you well but here's the thing zombie you're still corporeal you know that's a big problem for ghosts that's true but do they feel satisfaction is there anything do they is are they just always hungry well you know you know which zombie are we talking about here because there's that romeo and juliet zombie movie where if they fall in love they turn back into humans uh which is really don't i can't remember what it's called now i look it up romeo and juliet no it's called warm bodies. There's warm body zombies, and they 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 end up being regular people again. Is the idea? Yes. So there's there there's zombies, and they don't need brains; they just need love. Well, if they eat brains, they get their memories back. So they get these little bits of memories. Interesting. I think I've seen this. They get to feel alive. It was I don't know. Warm bodies. It wasn't a great movie. Isn't like a little indie. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I've for sure seen this. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, it's not, not not terrible. It was a movie. It's got Nicholas uh, Holt. Howlt. He's like a long face boy. He was, uh, I think he played, um, what's that guy? Beast, right? He was a beast in uh, the James McAvoy X-Men, I want to say. I'd rather be a ghost. I think ghost, there's not a smell involved. Speaking of movies. Another zombie movie, My Boyfriend's Back, starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was a great movie. I didn't like it as a kid. Grossed me out. But 
as an adult going back to it, it's really fun. Man, he's a good actor, but I don't I don't I don't I don't like him. Not to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> well, don't worry. He's he can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes he's great. Like uh Big Lebowski, it's like perfect. Absolutely perfect. And like I know that Synecdoche. Um, he's, uh, uh, you know, very talented, very well-run, but something about him. It's like his eyes are like too wet. I don't know. He's like one of my favorite actors of all time, maybe. I think every movie he's in is great. He's a very talented actor. I, I, I can't dispute that. He, he was a weird looking dude. That's true. Something about, something about his face makes me mad. I don't like looking at him. <laughs> sort of punch it. I don't, I, I don't like look. It's, it's like... His head is like it's big. Like Catalina wine mix. It's very big, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I, maybe it's of deep fear. Maybe I just really fear Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's an uncanny valley thing. Maybe. He almost looks human. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, he's fascinating. So he's a, makes a great movie star because you can't you can't stop looking at him. But it's uh oh, when he's glued to the chair in Red Dragon. Oh God, or Hannibal in Hannibal. Sorry. You guys remember the you guys remember the one where our Hannibal is young in Amsterdam? Did you guys see that one? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. To Hannibal Rising? Yeah. When he's real skinny and he's like hooking up with his stepmom or whatever. Talk about a person that makes you uncomfortable to look at. I mean, that's literally what his job was in that movie, but I... Yeah, I was going to say that was his gig. Didn't, did not enjoy again. <laughs> okay, well, um, segue into movies that are out now. Doctor Strange. That was a strange movie. Yes, it's a strange movie. Doctor Strange in, and I, I've been mispronouncing this, it's not Doctor Strange and the multiverse, but in the multiverse of Madness. So this will be, um, I know, I don't think that either of the other boys here have uh, gotten the chance to see this one yet. So I'll, I'll, we're going to keep this a uh, spoiler-free discussion. It's mostly going to just be on my vibes and feelings about the movie. So we're not going to be getting into too many plot points other than what you have seen in the trailer for the most part, I think. Is it good? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, basically all Marvel movies are at the very least. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. This one, I'll say, I need to probably see it again or maybe need some time to think about it a little bit more. I enjoyed myself in the theater. Is it better than The Eternals? Yeah, because this actually has some life and feels like it means something. The the giant, I don't know when The Eternals happens in the timeline, but no one fucking mentions a giant space monster that has grown out of the earth in this one, which you think <laughs> would have come up by now. Yeah. So here here's what I here's what I get just from seeing trailers and minimal whispers at best is that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is to Marvel Comics what Ready Player One is to 80s pop culture. A lot of blink and you miss it, like different versions of comic folks. Yeah. I mean, all all, all your typical, all, all of the kind of multiversal hijinks you've kind of come to expect, all those tropes are for sure in here. Like minor introductions, like what ifs. Yeah. Yeah, I it really begs the question. When I watched this, I really because th this was you know delayed and pushed back and things like that, and it really makes me wonder if what I don't know if what if was supposed to come out after this because there are a lot of things from what if like evil Doctor Strange that's in the trailer yeah, and idea like different Doctor Stranges and like you know some of the ideas and it's nothing that's like directly a one to one it's not like spoilers but a lot of the things that are in 
what if and the concepts and how the multiverse works are some of the things that are gone over in multiverse of madness uh, and, and i'm i'm a sicko so i'm like totally up to date on all marvel and disney plus shows just because i i'm i'm all caught up um but here's where i'm short i'm short three moon knight episodes i'm short doctor strange and i'm short the eternals and that's it oh, okay well it, i'm short loki and i'm short doctor strange interesting i haven't watched loki yet loki's great man I know it looks awesome. Yeah, Loki Loki is great and it also deals with multiversalness. So at this point, I'd say watch Doctor Strange first and then go back in because I think a lot of a lot of the multiversal weirdness will will hit harder having not known all the stuff. There are moments where like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. And for me, we're, we're like, oh yeah, that's just like this one. There are arcs from the comics that are newly introduced here uh, with multiversal events that happen. And this is this is no spoiler, but you, you know Patrick Stewart's in this one. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm super stoked for that. That was in the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. Is Patrick Duffy in this one? When he rolled the first time you get the hint of him, they play the X-Men. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah, it, it's quite it's quite a, a little moment. Elfman is slaying it with the score. The music is on point. The sound design is really heavy duty. I didn't know Elfman was in this one. <laughs> Daniel Elfman. Daniel Elfman. Yeah, he's uh, you know a sprightly guy. I don't know. I think he does teleports or illusions. <laughs> I think he makes cookies. My biggest takeaway from. Um, Doctor Strange is that this is the first movie I have seen in the Marvel Universe uh, that feels like it was directed by a director and not completely washed all the way down. Um, who did... Was it uh, was it Shane Black on Iron Man 3? Yes. Yes. So that was probably... That's probably the next closest thing uh, because that one feels... There are scenes when he's talking to the kid in the thing, you're like, oh yeah, this is Shane Black. But there are also long segments that just feel like Kevin Feige said, this is... Here is like 45 minutes that must be in this movie where... Um, those moments seem they're in certainly in Doctor Strange, but you can kind of feel Sam Raimi's hand here. But he's just more of a vi- kind of a more of a visual storyteller, so it's just like easier to notice. I, sh- I guess you could say. Does Groot do anything untoward? Is no, <laughs> Dave. This can't be. We can't do this again. Groot. Yeah, Groot being a tree, a tree. and Sam Raimi does Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. Dave, 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 is Darkman in this is what I was going to ask. <laughs> Does Darkman make an appearance? Um, In a manner of speaking. Uh, man. That's exciting. All right. I mean, you know, I don't know if this is a spoiler for anybody, but I mean, Campbell makes a cameo. Oh, of course. But as Mysterio or the final shemp? Who knows? Hard to say. You're going to have to beep this. Beep what? Just Bruce. Campbell? Just beep Beep the keep Campbellin. <laughs> Beep the Bruce. Yeah, okay. I will say if you see this in theaters, don't leave until it's done. Till they turn the lights on all the way. Don't don't walk out. You got to stay until the very very end. It's absolutely worth it. What if you have to pee like really bad? Get up and come back. Okay. 
They'll let you back in. I got up and peed in the middle of this one. It's in it, but it's not even a long one. It's two hours. I just drank too much tea. So I really, I was sitting at the very back. So I was able to scoot out with anybody noticing. But yeah, this one's nice and quick. It's two two hours and six minutes, which is one of my favorite things about it. Sam Raimi, he, he likes a, a nice tight movie. And this one is about as tight as you can get for a Marvel picture. That's exciting. Get in, get out. Uh, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like clipped it feels like that it's i mean it's jam-packed it is it's it's jam-packed it's a good marvel experience i really i i enjoy all almost all the marvel experiences but this one has a lot to unpack and the i'm still kind of not reeling from the implications but the second mid-credits scene i i was feeling a little sour and then the third one brought me like the final one brought me back but other than that i i very much enjoyed my Doctor Strange experience. Um, the new characters that were introduced, very excited. Uh, the the new kind of multiverse stage of the Marvel uh, MCU gets me very excited for where they're going to go next. Because you can go anywhere. Yeah, now you can get Robert Downey Jr. back for Iron Man. It really opens you up creatively. Well, it's now, I think now it's been set up. We've had enough multiverse stuff that it's just like, okay, multiverse is a thing. So now you can start playing in that space and telling stories about multiverse stories in an effective way because you don't have to explain a multiverse anymore. Right. There can be a movie that doesn't have anything to do with there being a snap. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not like a major plot point of a, of a movie because you're in a different universe. Well, I think that'll give them a lot of leeway, and hopefully it will let them make movies and shows that don't have to all be a part of the same thing anymore, and they can start doing the DC thing and just having one-offs. That would be great. That's what I'm really looking forward to. But yeah, I would um, I would check this one out. If uh, But if you're not kind of a diehard Marvel fan, you could probably sit wait until Disney Plus comes out. Uh, this isn't a, certainly not like a Spider-Man level. Like see it and you must see it with an audience. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good movie and it's certainly scarier. So if you have a, a kiddos, um, this one might be a little bit uh, spooky, spookier and more intense than regular ones. But yet again, it's still Marvel-fied. So it's not a full Raimi experience where you're like oh we're doing Raimi stuff and then they're like okay pull it back a little sam <laughs> pull it back but yeah I, I would give it a watch if you have a, a kids i i do feel like he wouldn't he, i feel like he wouldn't have done it if he couldn't get what he wanted out there it's the same reason why we don't have like an edgar wright ant-man because he was not willing to not do what he wanted it would have been so good. This one's a pretty good mix. This is the, certainly the best mix so far. I think it's like 65-35, which is pretty good because b- before, I mean, like with Shane Black, it was like 55, you know. He, he just they just he, he just he was able to mm, just get a little bit of the dialogue. And dialogue's easy because Iron Man was snappy, like snappy dialogue here. But this is this is a new kind of vision. And the visual effects are, as, as you would expect. I'm excited to see it. I, I'm going to try to get a babysitter so I can go see it. Cause I don't, I, like, like I took my kids to see Spider-Man. I'm not going to take my kids to see Doctor Strange. Right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that would be the case for this. One word of advice I would have, if you haven't seen WandaVision, you don't really care, just read over a synopsis of that. It would probably be helpful to you if uh, that's something you haven't seen yet. You should just watch WandaVision. It's good. I mean, it is good. I love me a WandaVision. I've watched it twice. I should have watched Loki. Very cool. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but, it, well, you know, hey, it, it, they all work uh, well, whichever way you watch them. You just have different knowledge. It's good. It's all good. Speaking of things that are all good, we got a bonus episode coming your way next up. And this is an exciting one. 
uh, our uh, very kind patron Steve has finally decided on a movie that he wants us to talk about. And not only that, it worked out. We were able to get him in studio to record with us. So that will be our next episode coming up to you. Big Trouble in Little China. And you know what? Watch that. Just go watch it. You should watch that movie. It's good. I mean, it's good. It'll be more fun for you if you know what we're talking about on that one, I think. If you've never seen it, which is absurd, but some people haven't. Yeah. Definitely watch. Uh, uh, this might have been one that has gone under the radar, like a lot of Carpenter, John Carpenter films have for a lot of people. But yeah, I would I would advise you to seek this one out. It's a, it's a heck of a movie. Find a couple people who have never seen it. You'll be... You'll be loving it. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Head on over to Podcast Addict or Apple, the Apple iTunes store, and leave us a little friendly review. We're on Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, go on there. Leave us a rating. It would be really helpful. If you've listened to two episodes, a couple of seconds, type in your password to the, you know, log in. Sometimes you got to verify and I know that's a pain. I know that's a pain in the butt. You don't want to do that. You forgot your Apple password, and it's only logged in on the one thing. But do us a favor. It'll help us out and might get us in the ears of uh, some more dirty nerdies out there. And uh, also, it'll give us a chance to hear from you. So that would be pretty helpful. Thank you to our very kind patrons, Megan and Steve, helping us keep the lights on over here. Uh, and if you want to uh, say what's up, reach out and say hello, head on over to nerdaplexy.com. You can reach out and email us at nerdaplexy at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter at uh, nerdaplexypod on there. You can talk to our social media wong. is Dave. <laughs> yeah, hit me up there at nerdaplexypod. You can also talk to me on at the face of Dave, or you can hang out with me at on Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv slash the face of Dave and you can uh, just hang out and watch me do bad at video games I dig it all right yes well you can reach for me my my social media app of choice these days is gonna be letterboxd so head on over and um, you know reach out I am read underscore nerdoplexy so hit me up and see what movies I'm watching yeah I can see what movies you're watching we'll talk about it say what's up Sam's on over on Twitter at uh, pgh underscore SVH. Next time we'll be watching Big Trouble in Little China. But until we meet again, I'd like to leave you with this thought to ponder. It's a little known fact that IMDB is short for I'm the best. You have to say it like Mario. I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> no, not like Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi is the best. Of course. <laughs> you are Waluigi. He's a smoke show. What can I say? Well, Dave's a like man. <laughs> Side note, another thing that, that uh, people can do, listeners, you can create false accolades for us. That'd be great. Uh, I've got one of our listeners created a post on Facebook that says, uh, has a picture of our podcast, and it says, congrats on being named Western PA's number one comic book movie review podcast. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, I like that a lot. It says, JM Weekly, May 2022. So that's it's not a real publication, but it's an accolade I feel like we're deserving of. Yeah. Make up some lies for us. That'd be great. It's oddly specific, <laughs> but that's exactly why we're deserving of it. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. And the song he has on in the background. Nice. <laughs>